Beautiful. All right, you ready? Yeah. You ready, Dalton? At Dalton, she puts on her NPR. <laughs> she puts on her NPR <laughs> voice for this. So just just so you know. Just don't laugh too loud whenever I start. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and I'm trying to look supernatural because there's people standing out staring at us. So. <laughs> of course. Um. Okay. All right, here we go. Nathan, you good? Okay. All right. <laughs> she always, Stop Dalton, it. she always says all right before she starts. So. <laughs> every time, every time. You do it too. I listened to the I'm last sure episode and you do it too, I'm so sure. you can't make fun of me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the My College Story podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. And we are the College Advising Office, and we're excited about another episode with another friend. Yes. One of our favorite reps from Mm -hmm. one of our favorite schools. So, yeah, it'll be a good one. Who's our guest today, Brian? Today, we have our welcoming Dalton Goodyear from Texas Christian University. Hey, Dalton. Hey guys. Yeah. Super excited to be here with y'all today. Thanks for taking some time off of uh, travel season here, man. You're, you guys are up and running again. We are. Yeah. So I'm talking to y'all from a hotel room right now, and <laughs> this is kind of what most Octobers look like for us. So yeah, it's good to be back to normal a little bit. So where are you? What, what, uh, what city? I'm down in the Austin area right now. For this okay. Week. Nice. Nice. Very good. Not, not a terrible place to be. You can do worse. <laughs> <laughs> lots of food options, lots of fun things to do, lots of schools I'm sure to visit as well. Yeah, tons. <laughs> tons what tons. are what are your go to food options in Austin when you're there? Well, I did uh, I did have some torchies last night. I think that's one of the really big ones. There you go. Um, and I have to say, I haven't ever done this on a travel season, but I have to put in a plug for Franklin's Barbecue because it is the best barbecue I've ever had. Um, and it is down in Austin. So did you stand in, do they still do the line thing? Like, yeah, yeah. So I've done the, well, this was pre COVID. So I don't know if this is still a thing, but yeah, I did the whole tailgate, you know, get there at seven in the morning and and wait for your brisket thing. And it's, it's worth it. So I was going to say, is it worth it? But all right. All right. I just, I don't know, standing in line for food that long just seems like a lot, but you know. Well, I love that you're tailgating, you're, you're tailgating and probably eating while you're waiting, waiting. to eat. <laughs> That's true. All right, Dalton, before we get into the nitty gritty of what we're talking about today, um, give us a little professional background on you and how you, um, how you got to where you are now at TCU and then share, maybe, you know, you have the plug, plug a little about TCU while you're talking. Sure. Yeah. So I, um, I went to TCU as an undergrad. Um, so that's kind of, kind of how I got my, my foot in the door um, and had had actually taught um, English for a couple of years. And so I knew that education was a thing for me, but um, maybe not quite being in the classroom all day, every day. And so admissions has been a, a great fit for me because of that. Um, I love getting to travel around and um, yeah, it's just a very dynamic job because of that. So this is my seventh year working for TCU's Office of Admission. Um, yeah, and so I, I just kind of do all your counseling things. I um, actually meet with students. I do a lot of the traveling. I'll also help read applications and make recommendations to our admission committee. Um, and my, my colleagues and I are also um, on campus a lot to, uh, you know, greet tours when they're coming through and host 
programs on campus and just really kind of be that resource to, um, to help prospective students and their families learn more about that college application process. So um, I really enjoy it and I do really enjoy being at TCU. Um, I always say that the best way to describe TCU is to talk about the size of the school uh, with about 12,000 students. It is a very mid-sized school. Um, it means that students are able to find the community feeling and the relational aspect of that smaller school. They're also able to get the, uh, the programming and the opportunities and just kind of the experience that you'd associate with a larger university. Uh, so we talk about that small school side, you know, we have a 13 to one student to faculty ratio. Um, it's a very warm and welcoming campus. A lot of opportunities to make those connections, um, not only with other students, but with your professors as well. Um, but outside of the class, you know, we have over 130 different major areas of study. Um, we have Division One college athletics, all kind of the school spirit that goes into that. A great career services center that um, does an excellent job with helping our students once they graduate as well. Um, so you really kind of get the best of both worlds um, with TCU. Uh, at least that's my opinion. And so, yeah, that's that's my little plug for us. Perfect. That's great. And Dalton, you, you've been for seven years, so great to mm -hmm. all saints, to our students. You take such good care of us and, you know, it, it's awesome for us to see our students go, you know, go over there and just be so happy. So, so thank you for all you do for us. Absolutely. I love working with you guys. Yeah. All right. So why are we actually talking to Dalton today? So it's application season. And it is. I didn't know. I've yeah, right? been unaware about the thousands no. of people in my office asking questions. November 1 is only two weeks away. Whew. Not even two weeks Ugh. away. You ready, Dalton? Uh -huh. um, <laughs> um, so with application season upon us, I think one of the big mysteries for our families, Dalton, is, okay, so my application is done. It's been proofed. It's ready to go. I hit submit. And then there's this, just this waiting wasted almost space as far as they're concerned of into the abyss yeah where where does my application go what happens to it who does what with it well i sent my test scores how did how do my test scores get from college board to mm -hmm. tcu and then matched with my application so it's all these this this gray area of of unknown and we're hoping you might be able to shed some light on that for us mm -hmm. absolutely so I guess the first question is, is, is really just kind of the, what, what I just said is, so I press submit now what, so what happens on TCU's end after a senior presses submit on their application? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we already have a, a file for you as a student ready to rock and roll. Um, so this gets created as soon as um, you sign up for our mailing list um, online. Um, when you sign a prospect card, when someone comes to visit your school, um, if you go to a college fair, or if you don't do any of those things, but you just start your application process, we start that file for you. Um, and then just as things come in, we're able to add all of those um, different pieces. So you actually don't have to send in everything at once. Um, so let's say that I come and I visit All Saints and Brian, you fill out a prospect card. So now you're in our system. A couple of years later, we get your first SAT score. We already add that and we've got that on file for you. So you're already set. Um, the next year is your senior year and you send in your essay and your transcript and your application. Since we already have something for Brian, um, we're just gonna go ahead and add all says it's complete, then that's how I know as the admission counselor that we can go in there, open it up and, uh, and start to read it and, and try to make some of those decisions. 
Awesome. And so you, you mentioned you have a file and I should have asked this first. So, um, every college has what they call a CRM and that stands for consumer related management. And can you tell us a little bit about what that is? It's not like it's a physical file that you're adding things to. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So, so TCU um, uses a, a CRM called Slate. So this is just our computer program where we do everything. Um, we read our applications from Slate. We can go and look up a student and see what their major is going to be on there. Um, we can go to all of our programming and see which students are registered for which tour dates. Um, so this is kind of what the entire Office of Admission runs on. Um, so because of that, that's where we're able to kind of create um, that, that file and, and have all that information for our students. Um, so because it is connected to our high school visits and to the tours that we have on campus, that's how we're able to see um, if you have um, you know, gone on any of those visits. We also do all of our com communication from there. So I'm sure that your students are getting emails from, you know, dozens of colleges every single day. Um, we, we are one of those schools that's sending out a ton of those. Um, and that all goes through Slate. So we can go through there and I can see Oh, because you're a, a nursing student, we did send you this, you know, nursing specific email a couple of weeks ago. Um, so it's kind of nice that we can go through there and we can see everything about that student's relationship with TCU um, when we do open that up. Uh, but it is also really nice because that is where we're able to keep that, uh, what I called your file earlier. Um, so when we do receive those materials, yeah, it's not like they're all just kind of floating around in cyberspace until you apply and then we have to find them all. Uh, we have everything already ready to go. Um, so when you do send in anything else, we can just attach it to what we have for you already. Great. Great. Thank you. Um, okay. So, so moving on. So we've submitted our application. We have our supplemental materials coming in in and you are getting ready to view an application. And so right now, one of the big questions we have from our students is about test scores, right? Some students are applying test optional. Some are sending in scores. And so for those students say that send in a score and for TCU, a place that super scores, how on your CRM, when you're viewing that application, how is that viewed? Are you, you know, are you seeing a screen with all of the scores and you, you pick out the, the, the top scores or on your screen are only the top scores being pulled? Can you shed a little light on that? Great question. Yeah. So when we, um, when we will pull up a student's file with their scores and everything like that, um, if, we will only see their scores if, if they tell us that they want to show those first off. So even if a student has submitted a score already, or maybe they just automatically had college board send that over to us and we have it, uh, they can always email us and say, hey, I actually do want to go test optional. Um, and we'll do something to where it actually hides that um, on our screen when we open it up. Um, if you are submitting your test scores, you want us to see those, then your super score is going to pop up kind of on that first little homepage that we see with all like your basic data, you know, your Brian motto, you want to do, uh, you know, major in ballet, um, you're earning this level scholarship. And we see that you have like this super score and that's going to be it. Um, now if we want to, we can dig down there and I can look and see, you know, oh, Brian got this super score because he took his SAT 11 times. Um, but to be totally honest with you, we, we really don't do that. Um, we just care about the super score. It's way more important to us to see um, what you are like, capable of doing, not necessarily what you were capable of doing on one Saturday morning. Um, so we're, we're not going to pay attention to that. We have access to it, but um, the super score is what matters to us. So that's what we're going to be looking at. And even that's only if the student wants us to see that. 
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, and with the review of test optional admissions, just since we're, since we're kind of on that topic a, a second, how, how was it for you guys last year? Uh, and, and moving into this year, viewing those, some of those applications, probably many applications test optional, what, what other things kind of rose to the top in terms of importance, things like that. Sure. Yeah. I would say, well, personally, I loved being test optional. Um, I think it really does give us such a better picture of, of who the student really is, um, because it does make you pay attention to a lot of those other things. And you can't just look at a number and say, all right, that's about what this student, um, you know, ha has provided for us. So, so I actually really enjoyed it. I think it, it did help us bring in a, um, a more well-rounded and, and just stronger overall class of, of first-year students. Um, for those students when um, like big picture when students applied test optional last year our acceptance rate was basically exactly the same for both cohorts of students um, we gave out tens of millions of dollars in academic scholarships to students who applied without test scores um, so so it truly did not um, affect a student's chances of getting in um, it wasn't like a, a wink wink like yes we say we're test optional but we still want to see those scores um, we, we truly do leave that up to the students um, um, and, and we know that a lot of students have great grades in a really strong curriculum um, and either had a lot of tests that were canceled or, or maybe they're just not great test takers. And, and that doesn't really represent who they are. So, uh, so we do really love the fact that we can be test optional. Um, and I do think it shows um, their curriculum more and the grades that they're making. We pay more attention to that. Um, I think it also helps us to really understand like a student's story. Um, if someone had a really compelling essay or um, if y'all would write a really great recommendation that helped us understand kind of that student in a new light and see kind of what their story really is, um, we didn't have that test score to kind of like put a bias in our minds. We were able to say, hey, this sounds like a, a future horned frog. Let's go ahead and admit them and see what we can do. Great. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So next question. So we've submitted everything's in and attached, uh, to the file. I'm a student and I check my portal. Why doesn't it immediately show up? <laughs> everything is in. I never get this question. Never. <laughs> never. Yeah. We don't, we don't ever hear about that either. No, I'm sure you don't um, get any emails about portal issues. So a couple of things. One is that our, our system itself updates about once a day. So, um, so it can be up to 24 hours for it to just grab all those documents that have been sent in over the last, you know, 23 hours and 59 minutes um, and be before all those get loaded up there. So um, even in the very best of times, um, you have to exercise at least just a little bit of patience. Um, the other thing is that um, a lot of times if you are sending in documents, maybe not through Naviance or through a program, but if they're being emailed in or something like that, um, we still have actual people who are reading those emails and then attaching those to your file. Um, so right now we're, we're moving through those pretty quickly. Um, but as we get closer and closer to November 1st, um, sometimes we, we get some traffic jams there where we'll have, you know, hundreds and even thousands of rec letters, essays, transcripts, all these things coming in. Um, and we have great people in our office who are working their tails off to try to get all those in. So um, sometimes it can just take a couple of minutes. Um, and sometimes they really do just get lost in cyberspace. And we just don't have a, a transcript that makes it in. And we very kindly ask you all to just send it back in. And usually that works. So I think the biggest thing for students and families to, to realize with this is that 
we're not going to let one of these things hold your application back. So if um, if it does get lost in cyberspace, if for some reason we don't get that that second rec letter and it's November 3rd, we're still going to read your application. We're still going to get that decision back out to you. Um, we're not going to push you back to a later deadline or anything like that um, because y'all, we know that you're doing what you need to be doing to, to get all that stuff in. Awesome. Now that's a great explanation. Thank you. I think it's, it's hard for sometimes everybody to wrap their brains around the fact that even though I press submit and it goes to you guys instantaneously, that again, like you said, there's people on the other end that still have to sort through some of this, mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff to make sure it gets in the right spot. Yeah, they're excited and we're, uh, we, we get that. So no problem. <laughs> so, um, okay. So let's say all of my application information, supporting documents, it's all in your CRM. Everything's matched. I have a complete file. I do have all my green checks in my portal. Those green checks. The so green important. checks, right? <laughs> yeah, I love oh it. my gosh. Um, so now what, how is, how is that decision finalized in terms of, you know, it coming onto your computer screen and a review and then committee, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so one big thing to know with different kind of colleges and stuff first is that we have um, some schools will do what's called rolling admission. And that's where you apply. And then as soon as you apply, someone starts reading that application, they're getting that back to you. And usually they'll say like within two weeks or three weeks or something like that. Um, many other schools will kind of wait and they'll release all of their decisions at once. So that's what TCU does. Um, so even if you have all green check marks, like on August 1st, you were the, you know, the earliest person to have everything done. Um, you're still going to have to wait until November for us to actually open up those applications and, and start reading them and everything. Um, multiple people do see your application as it's being read through. Um, so we have what we call our first readers. They'll go through and they'll take a quick look at the essay. Uh, the big thing that they'll do is they will um, go through your transcript and they will kind of put that on TCU's grading scale so that we have everything normalized for scholarships and everything like that. Uh, once that file has gone through that first read, um, that's actually when I step in and then I will go through and um, I will read your application. Um, I am also the person who has gone and visited your high school. You have emailed me a dozen times before, so I do want to see you get admitted. Um, so I, I'm really looking to advocate for you. So we want to see all that information. We'll go through and, and give it um, give it the read. We give a recommendation then to our admission committee. Um, so it passes up to another level. Um, usually they will be the final ones to actually um, put the, the final stamp on it. Um, although we do have some other kind of select processes as well. Um, if you're a fine arts student, then you'll go through your audition process at that point. Um, our nursing program is very competitive. So we have an additional nursing committee that will look through um, your supplements through that. Um, so we, we do have a few other things along those lines. At the bare minimum, though, at least three people will read through your application uh, before we actually make that decision and then send that back out to our students. Right. So, yeah, it's a very thorough process and it's a, you guys are a well-oiled machine. So, mm -hmm. um, two things you said in there that I want to just ask one question about, and then make a statement about number one, you said you want everything to be normalized on TCU scale. And so you said you brought up the TCU grading scale. Can you talk to our listeners just a little bit about that? And the fact that the grade on their, or their, the, um, GPA on their transcript might not necessarily be the exact GPA that you see when you're evaluating them. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are a couple of things that we do when we're actually looking through that transcript. Uh, the first and most important thing is that we put everything on a 4.0 scale. Um, so we work with high schools that have a 100 point, a 4.5. I have one that has a 7 point um, that is very confusing. Um, so we take everything. We're basically giving you four points for an A, three points for a B. Um, hopefully you don't have any C's or D's. Um, and then we are also going to be taking away any kind of bonus points that you might get for taking a class at that AP or at that dual credit level. Um, some schools will give like a certain weight. Some schools will just throw on like a whole extra point or half point. Um, so we, we just kind of strip all of that away. Now we are really paying attention to your curriculum. Um, that matters for admission. It does matter for scholarships. Um, and you are going to look better to TCU with good grades and a strong curriculum than you would with great grades in, in a, you know, a very average one. So be aware of that. Um, we, we do care about that. Um, but because we're already looking at that elsewhere, that's why we're not necessarily going to be factoring that in um, when we calculate your GPA. The other big thing is that we're only looking at your academic coursework. Um, so if you are like in band or theater or speech or soccer, and that counts as like an actual class um, during your course schedule and you get, you know, just an automatic A basically for being there. Um, I know that's how it was for my high school soccer team. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be count counting that and factoring that. Um, if it's an academic elective, you know, you're taking um, an, an additional like creative writing course or a political science class or something along those lines, um, then we will count those. So I say, if you need a textbook for it, then we're going to be factoring it in. Um, and yeah, that's going to be the two main differences that we have with our GPA. Awesome. Oh, great. Thanks. I, the, I, I want to highlight one of the things he said, because I feel like this is the question we get all the time that y'all would rather have, I, you said good grades. So like A's and B's with a harder curriculum than all A's in an easier classes. Yes, a three, a three, five, three, six, but you've taken a handful of those like AP classes um, says a lot more than like no advanced coursework at all and all A's. Yeah. Um, now balance with all things, you know, this doesn't mean that you have to take every single AP class that All Saints offers. Um, but typically we see our, our incoming students graduate having taken between about three to five of those. That includes their senior year course load. Um, some students will have a little bit more, some will have a little bit less. That's kind of a good ballpark if you are thinking, I'm making most of the A's and B's. Yeah. yeah. Just challenging yourself a little more than just trying to get those A's no matter yeah. what. Yep. Um, all right. One of the other comments you made, and I just, I just love this. You said you're looking for reasons to admit students. And I, I think that's great. And I, the joke, I, well, I try to make it a joke, but I always tell students that they're, they're called admission offices for a reason. They're, they are looking for reasons to admit you. But I thought you said that great, Dalton. You were, when you're looking through that, you're not looking for red. I mean, if red flags pop out, that's great. That's something you deal with, but it's not something you are looking for. for. You are searching for those reasons, you know, those, those things about the student that make you want them at TCU. Absolutely. So. That was, I, I just appreciated you saying that. It's, I think that's a great reminder to everybody that, you know, you guys aren't out to get them. Yeah. Cause I think especially the test scores that you talked about earlier that you don't see 
the ones, especially if you super score, you don't see all the other ones. You just see the top ones. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that y'all care about. Cause that's always the question. That's always the answer you have to give when students ask about that. They're like, well, but my English went down on that one where my math went really high. And they're like, they don't care. They want to see the top one. Yeah. We want to see you at your very best. It's, it's kind of yeah. like a high school athlete sitting in like a highlight reel or something like that to colleges. You know, we, yeah. we want to see you at your best and the coolest things that you've done. Um, I know I just thought of it off the top of my head too, but <laughs> write it down, write it down, Dalton, use yep. it again. That was, that was good. a perfect, that perfect good. example. We, we want to see you at your very best. We don't want to see. Yeah. Um, if you had a bad day one morning or something like that, if you, if you can answer those questions and you know that material, then that's the important thing for us. Let's be honest. Anybody taking a test first thing in the morning on a Saturday is not great. Right. <laughs> it's not a great situation. Yep. Okay, now that we've gone through the admission process and all of the students that you looked at were admitted, we're just going to pretend. So let's talk about your personal college story. So the point of our podcast was to share other people's college stories. So let's talk about yours, Dalton. You already said you went to TCU, but how did you choose what, what, why did you choose TCU and what, and what other colleges were you looking at and what was your major? Yeah, so I, um, it, it really did end up kind of coming down to being that mid-sized school that I was talking about. Um, both both of my parents went to like really big state schools and that's where like most of my um, high school graduating class from Lufkin went. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, um, that's always why I envisioned college as being and, and that's what I always saw for myself. You know, I wanted big time college football. I wanted, um, I wanted the college scene that like you see in the movies where, you know, you open up your dorm room and there's like a concert happening here and people in a big circle, you know, playing drums or hacky sack and someone's riding by on a unicycle and, you know, just like all this stuff. Um, and so that's what college was to me. I started to tour around. I started to look at different schools and things like that. And um, when I went to some of those really big state schools, I saw that. But I also saw, you know, these 500 person auditoriums where your your classes are going to be. Um, I talked to my older friends who were going to some of these schools and they'd say, you know, oh, I saw this old teammate like, you know, once a semester, basically. We kind of wave at each other and that's about it. Um, And so I I wasn't so sure about that whole face in the crowd feeling for me. Um, When I visited TCU, it was like a eureka moment. Um, I had a place where um, it had all that stuff. Um, it had the experience and I, I could just see that it was such a vibrant campus with a million things going on. Um, but people talked about how they really got to know their professors. Uh, my tour guide said hi to 15 people on our walk across campus. Um, everyone just seemed like super friendly and they knew each other. And um, even the time that I got to, to actually like, sit down and talk with people while I was there, I just really felt that sense of community. Um, so I really did kind of find both of those things that I personally was looking for at TCU. Um, personally, I, I studied English and history, so um, I, I double majored, which about half of TCU students do, um, and that's kind of how I got into teaching English once I uh, had graduated, and um, yeah, that, that long journey kind of led me back here to TCU, where I, I really do love um, working in admissions and um, yeah, helping high school students kind of navigate this sometimes scary and stressful process and hopefully just making it a little bit easier for them. Awesome. All right. On that same little note, we always like to give our listeners, student listeners, some words of wisdom. So what words of wisdom would you give a senior who's preparing to press that submit button? Because a lot of them are doing that right now. Yeah, I I would say um, just take a deep breath and and try to enjoy the ride. I I know it's 
scary, especially if there are schools that you like really love and, and are set on. Um, I know the waiting is really hard, um, but it, it's also a really exciting time. You're getting to make some really big decisions. Um, so, so try to, you know, kind of take a step back and just enjoy that process and uh, appreciate it. Not just that, but your entire senior year. You've worked really hard for the last four years. You have a really cool, great adventure coming up for you next. Um, but don't don't rush into that one so quickly that you don't stop and appreciate all the things that, that are happening for you right now. Um, college will be waiting for you. And, and wherever you end up, we're really excited to have you kind of joining that, uh, that group. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That was beautiful. Yep. All right. Dalton, thank you for, for yeah. taking the time today between, between visits yeah. to, to join us. Thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, I truly enjoyed it. And, uh, and it was great getting to connect with y'all again. I hope to see you in person soon. Yeah. Look forward to it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's the end of today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ASES College. Thanks for listening to another episode of My College Story. And Nathan's not here. We're good. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thank you.